Today on Pilgrim Radio's His People, Colin Smith on getting the most from our Bible reading times. Open the Word of God, read a few verses, try and find a verse that will stay with you for the day, a promise that you can hold on to, a command that you can pursue, perhaps a warning that you need to heed, mm -hmm. but find something that you can hold on to, take it with you, and perhaps hand it on to someone else as well. Colin Smith, next. Pastor, author, and frequent Pilgrim Radio speaker Colin Smith is with us to discuss a subject he's very passionate about, the Bible. He'll also be talking about a very helpful online resource which acquaints us in a systematic way with the wonderful story of the Bible. He pastors the Orchard Evangelical Free Church in Barrington, Illinois. Pastor Smith, for a number of years, your Bible teaching ministry had been known as Unlocking the Bible, but this year you changed the name. What is that new name? Yes, Open the Bible, uh, which I love because it, it's an invitation. It's not simply something that we do for people. It's something that we also invite people to do for themselves and something that we invite people to do with other people. And, and that really is the, the, the goal of our ministry. We want to open the Bible for people. We want to say, here's help for you to open it yourself. And what about you opening it with someone who needs to know the God of the Bible and just might be ready to open it with you if you ask them. So uh, we're excited about this. Uh, the, the, the problem is not that people can't open the Bible. The problem is that too often people don't. Mm. And as you change the name to open the Bible, obviously the Bible remains the central <laughs> emphasis. <laughs> well, you got the most important point of all. Uh, may that never change. Um, uh, God's word is the most marvelous gift that he gives to us. I mean, this is how we know the Lord Jesus Christ. We, we don't come to a knowledge of Christ apart from the scriptures. But with the word of God, we have Christ and all that is found in him, which is sufficient for everything in life. And so um, uh, that's the mission of, uh, of my life and of our ministry. We want to open the Bible so that people will meet with Jesus. And of course, I want to ask you specifics of what that's all about. And I'm wondering how how would you like to see this concept of opening the Bible? You're a pastor. You pastor a local church. How would you like to see it play out practically in in our churches and, and in the lives of individual believers? Well, I, I want to do everything that uh, I can uh, first to encourage people to open the Bible for themselves. Um, I, I, I want to help people by saying, you know, this may not be as difficult as you think. Sometimes I hear people talking about scripture as if it's somehow um, some dark well uh, that you, you, you could never sort of penetrate or really understand. And that's not the way that uh, 
scripture speaks about itself. It's a light shining in the darkness. And while, of course, there are many things in scripture that are hard to understand, the things that are most important to understand are made clear. I mean, the Bible is God's revelation. It's him speaking. It's him disclosing himself. And what's obscure in one place is often made clearer in another. And so I, I want to encourage people, you know, you don't have to be some kind of expert. You don't have to be a pastor or a spiritual leader. Um, open the word of God, read a few verses, try and find a verse that will stay with you for the day, a promise that you can hold on to, a command that you can pursue, perhaps a warning that you need to heed, mm -hmm. but find something that you can hold on to, take it with you, and perhaps hand it on to someone else as well. Well, along with this new ministry name, Open the Bible, there's an emphasis on some new tools, online tools, to help believers do just that. Open the Bible. I'm wondering if you give us a little bit of, a, of an overview of, of some of these uh, free tools. Yes, well, uh, one of the things that we offer is Open the Bible Daily, which is simply a daily devotional to try and help people read a short part of Scripture and then to um, reflect on it for just a few minutes in the day, and we're delighted to be able to make that available. Uh, we have Open the Bible for Leaders, uh, that is really trying to encourage uh, leaders in the pursuit of a godly life. Watch your life, watch your doctrine, and stir up the gift that God has placed within you. These are the central emphasis of Open the Bible for Leaders. It's a marvelous thing for anyone who has responsibility for others, and that may include parents who have responsibility for children, anyone who's leading a small group or any kind of ministry. We want to help people be nourished in the Word, because at the end of the day, it's the tree that puts down deep roots that is able to sustain its life. That's the point of Psalm 1 and many other uh, passages of Scripture that uh, speak in the same way. That's how to go on bearing fruit over time. We need to be deeply rooted in the Word of God. We want to do everything we can to try and help people uh, find that and, uh, and maintain that. And online, uh, where can people find Open the Bible for Leaders? Is that at the, the main site? All at openthebible.org. Everything is on that website that reflects our new name, openthebible.org. There's the radio program there. There's uh, a short one-minute radio program. There uh, is Open the Bible Daily, Open the Bible for Leaders, uh, and many other resources that um, will help people to open Scripture and find Jesus. Well, my guest today on His People is Pastor Colin Smith of the Orchard Evangelical Free Church in Barrington, Illinois, and he also oversees the ministry known as Open the Bible, as he's been explaining to us here today. And uh, Pastor Smith, on that site, uh, as I understand it, there are three sort of uh, increasingly deep paths of uh, introduction to the Scriptures, the flight, the drive, and the hike. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, one of the things that has really helped me is to see that the whole Bible is one story. Uh, it begins in a garden, it ends in a city, and all the way through it's about the Lord Jesus Christ. And I, I found uh, over my years uh, as a pastor, Bill, that there are many Christians who know stories from the Bible, but they don't have a sense as to how the Bible story itself hangs together. And when people see the Bible as one story, as a, a kind of journey that you can travel through, mm. uh, it, they, it begins to make sense. It's a bit like having a map 
that then uh, enables you to uh, discern where you ought to go and where you are relative to um, uh, other places. So what we've devised are three very simple journeys through the Bible. They all go from Genesis to Revelation. You can do it in three sessions. You can do it in 30 sessions or you can do it in 50 sessions. Mm. Obviously, the longer you spend, the more you're going to find. And that's why we describe it, as you said, as the flight. That's a quick flyover in just three sessions. Um, the drive, which is obviously going to give you more detail than flying over. And uh, the hike, that is where you get closest to the detail. But what we want to do is to introduce people to the big picture of the Bible story. And then to encourage folks, once they grasp it themselves, to say, who is there in your life who needs to know the God of the Bible and just might be open to opening the Bible with you if you ask them? We've been doing this for some years in the church that I pastor here in Chicago, and our people are finding this a surprisingly easy ask. Would you be interested in opening the Bible with me? It's actually, it's not a hard ask. Um, in some ways, it's easier than asking a person, do you have faith or even do you want to come to church? Mm. Just would you? There's a curiosity that many people have. And um, because we believe so passionately that the Bible is the living seed of the word of God, that it really is the seed that generates new life. If we want to see people come to faith in Christ, I'm convinced the best thing we can do is to get them into the Bible, to, to get the living seed of the word of God into a person's mind and heart. Now, this is how God's made himself known to us, through a progressive story in the scriptures that all from beginning to end points to one person, Jesus, and what he has accomplished for us and what he's able to do in our lives today. From beginning to end, from Genesis to Revelation, it's yep. all there. And the flight, the drive, the hike, These uh, the flight is three sessions, the drive is 30 sessions. And uh, the hike is 50 sessions. How long are each of those sessions, uh, Pastor Smith? Are they relatively brief? Or? Yes, they're relatively brief. So uh, they look at one passage of Scripture. Um, uh, they're between um, uh, seven to ten minutes to uh, look at the teaching, and then there are some questions. So uh, what our folks have been doing, uh, particularly with the drive and with the, uh, with the hike, um, is that they'll say, you know, um, let's meet up over a cup of coffee. Uh, you you uh, read the little passage and um, uh, listen to the few minutes of explanation. And let's talk about um, uh, the questions uh, over a cup of coffee together. People are doing it over Zoom or Skype or whatever and uh, doing it with family members, doing it with grandchildren or children, um, uh, doing it with someone who uh, just has some interest to know about the Bible and knows that they don't know that much about it. Uh, it it's very encouraging. Well, uh, Pastor Smith, in terms of uh, believers and Bible reading, do you have any idea, is there, is there an idea of uh, what the Bible reading habits are of the average believer in 2022? Yeah, I, I always find that question uh, difficult because mm. how would you get data um, uh, on it? I think uh, the only data I've seen is very general and mm -hmm. um, uh, so, um, uh, you know, the best reflections that one uh, has are uh, are, are anecdotal. Um, but as a pastor, I know that um, people desire to have more of the Word of God in them than they have. I mean, that's one of the questions I get asked very, very often. You know, how, uh, how can I 
nourish myself more in the scriptures. I know I ought to be doing this, but how can I cultivate this better? And that's a really important thing to to help people, to actually encourage people. Don't just say, um, read the Bible, but give some people some some help to do that. And the greatest help I've ever received uh, is just don't make this too complicated. Mm -hmm. Read a few verses and look for one thing that you can take into your mind and into your heart and let it live there and come back to it. Um, that has helped me immensely. Don't try and understand everything. Try and grasp something that will do you good that you can carry with you. And um, uh, it's a little bit like eating. We need to nourish ourselves on a regular basis. And spiritually, we need to nourish ourselves on the word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, Jesus says, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So that's a very important way to look at Bible reading, and perhaps addressing one of the misconceptions, and that is that we're just reading to gain knowledge, to gain facts. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And I I think that there are many folks who have the idea that the Bible is primarily information. Mm. And that is to completely underrate um, what the scripture itself is. I mean, how, how does the Bible speak about itself? How does God speak about the scripture? Well, it's bread. It, it's milk. It, 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 it's like meat. It's like living seed that brings new life. So all of these analogies of, uh, of nourishment are, are pointing us in a direction. Your soul is actually going to be strengthened by getting some of scripture into you on a regular basis. And if you were to spend 10 minutes in a day doing this, that would enrich your life over time immeasurably. So I I just want to encourage people, this is not as hard as you think. And don't, um, uh, don't, don't make it such a barrier that somehow you can't get over it. Get started, do something. That's good advice for a lot of areas of life. Just get started. Are there some questions? And as you said, don't make it too complicated. Try to pick one thing that uh, perhaps is standing out that the Lord is showing you and carry it through uh, your your day, uh, reflecting upon it. Are there questions or a couple of questions you might suggest as we read a passage, maybe to to ask of of of, it, of the passage, uh, yeah. to, to ask the Lord perhaps to help us to... Very simple things. I mean, um, you know, I've been a pastor for years, but I'm still doing very simple things. Um, is there a promise here that I need to believe? Is there a command here that I need to obey? Is there a warning here that I need to heed? Is there a sin that I need to avoid? What is this telling me about who God is? What is this telling me about who I am? What is this telling me about the world in which I live? Now, these are very, very simple list of questions, but I find that... um, uh, just just running a few verses through that grid in my mind uh, is prof- profoundly helpful in being able to draw out and apply something from the scripture to myself. And that's really the key. I read a few verses and then try and take something into my own mind and heart and then carry it with me for the day. Mm. And what would you say are the consequences if we if we don't have this daily engagement with the scriptures as you're uh, encouraging yep. us to have? Yeah, well, you know, to use our Lord Jesus' analogy, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. First, we're going to be hungry, and then eventually we're going to be malnourished. We're we're just not going to be strong. 
We're not going to be robust. Um, you know, I, I, I was reading uh, this morning from Second Peter and chapter one that God has given to us everything that we need for life and for godliness in and through the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he says, by his great and precious promises. So in as much as I am uh, nourished in the word of God on a daily basis, I'm going to have in Christ what I need for whatever I'm going to face. That's a tremendous promise. Now, the, the converse, which is um, the point of your question, is, is also true, that if if I'm living at a distance from God's promises, I'm, I'm going to find myself constantly in need in regards to um, all of life and in regards to the pursuit of godliness. It's always going to feel beyond me. It's always going to leave me feeling that I don't have what I need because actually, apart from Christ, I don't have what I need. I, I have what I need in him. And this is how what is in Christ is mediated to me in and through the promises of God applied by the Holy Spirit. So, uh, this is really the very simple heart um, of living the Christian life. So you also uh, implied, or Im not just implied in what you just said, the critical importance of having that union with Christ, of, of having that faith in Jesus. And that's at that point then, he, through the Holy Spirit, a lot of theological terms here, but brings the Scripture alive. In our lives. And isn't that a wonderful thing that as a Christian believer, you never read the Bible on your own. Mm. I mean, I have a chair that I sit in and I'm on my own in a room when I'm reading the Bible, but I am never alone. The Holy Spirit is present with me as I open the word of Christ. And um, the Holy Spirit opens our eyes to the truth. I, I find it so helpful just very simply to say, Lord, Open my eyes to what you have placed here so that I will be helped and strengthened through your word uh, for all that lies ahead of me today. That's a wonderful thing. And God is faithful to his promise. His word accomplishes the purpose for which he sends it. It doesn't go back to him empty. He says that in Isaiah in chapter 55. What is the connection between that regular engagement with the scripture, as you've explained, how does it help us to get the most out of listening to the sermon as we hear it each week? It does it does it prepare yes. us in some sense? Yes, I, I, I think it does. And of course, um, uh, the hearing of the preaching of the Word of God um, uh, is uh, one of the primary means by which our souls are fed. Um, so I, I, I want to encourage Christian believers as you go to church, and it's really important to be part of a worshipping community of believers and find a church where the word of God is opened and where the scripture is taught. And think of the sermon as being like a meal that is prepared for you. Mm. I'm hungry. You know, I'm a pastor and I have the privilege of preaching. I've been working on my message from Isaiah 53 for this coming Sunday, mm. uh, just before our conversation uh, here. And so uh, I, I'm in the kitchen preparing the meal. That, that's how I think of my, my, uh, uh, my, uh, my task. And what a privilege it is to be able to open the scriptures and to be able to serve something up that will nourish the people of God. But now it's up to the people of God to bring an appetite. And the appetite is created by the Holy Spirit. And the more a person walks with God, the more actually the scriptures in your life, the more hungry you are for more. Uh, 
And the less the scripture is in your life, the more you think it's not really very much a big of a deal at all. Um, so, uh, yes, I mean, I, I, I am so blessed to serve a church where there are many people who are hungry for the word of God. And the reason they're hungry is that they have actually developed habits um, that have cultivated that hunger. Well, my guest today on His People is Pastor Colin Smith, and he is pastor of the Orchard Evangelical Free Church in uh, near Chicago. Is it Barrington, Illinois? Pastor Smith, is that yes, right? Yes, it's a multi-site uh, church, and uh, so there are six different locations, mm. and we have uh, pastors who are proclaiming the Word of God at every one of them, and I have the privilege and blessing of being the senior pastor. Mm -hmm. And he is a regular speaker on Pilgrim Radio and the author of many books, including Jonah, Navigating a God-Centered Life, and others. Well, Pastor Smith, to where and when would you trace your passion for the Bible? Yeah, that goes back a long way. And uh, perhaps like uh, some who are uh, listening to us uh, talk today, Bill, I had the great blessing of being born into a Christian family. Um, and I came to faith in Christ uh, early on. Uh, I grew up in a church where the Bible was uh, uh, opened. Um, uh, our home was uh, a home where the Bible was opened and where the scripture was, uh, uh, was read. And I, I thank God often for the fact that I came to faith in Christ early in life, because I think, where would my sinful, rebellious heart have taken me by now if God in his grace and mercy hadn't laid hold of me early in life? and given me a great love for the Lord Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, that's the story of every believer. Where, where would we be by now if it was not for God's mercy and for his uh, grace? Um, the good news, of course, is that however late in life a person comes to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, it is never too late to start nourishing yourself in the word of God. And uh, sometimes people who have come late in life have an even greater appreciation for God's grace in the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, I hope our conversation in some way stimulates that in the hearts of those who are listening. That contrast between light and darkness uh, perhaps is, is greater if you come to Christ later in life. I, I think the challenge for those who come to uh, faith in Christ uh, early is that we may reflect on the simplicity of our conversion. I mean, I gave my heart to Jesus as a six-year-old child. Mm. You can't get simpler than that. Yeah, right. But, and, and so the danger is that uh, we might think of that as a lesser miracle than someone who was delivered perhaps from great addictions and, uh, and, and a lifestyle that was far, far from God. But actually, it's the same miracle. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. It's the same miracle to bring a person from being dead in trespasses and sins to being alive in the Lord Jesus Christ, to uh, have a new heart that genuinely loves him. However that happened and whenever it happened, however simply, it is a miracle of God's grace. And with it comes some confidence in the word of God and some hunger for it. And that's a hunger that we've got to keep nourishing and cultivating. Mm -hmm. And I know our time's going quickly, but I'm wondering, who, who do you count as the greatest influences in your Christian life and, of course, in your love for the Bible? Well, uh, my mother and father would be uh, first. Mm. My own pastor. You know, I just want to speak about the local church and the value of uh, communities of believers 
uh, with faithful pastors who open the word of God. They're all over the country. Thank God for every faithful church and for every faithful pastor. My pastor, who's now with the Lord, uh, had an enormous influence on my life, and especially in relation to what we're speaking about today, the simplicity of opening the Bible and the necessity of doing that. Um, uh, as I have the, the joy of trying to encourage uh, Christian leaders um, uh, these days, um, the one thing that is in my mind more than any other is that you can't give out what you don't take in. And therefore, ministry is always going to be an overflow of what you're taking in and receiving from the Lord yourself. You, you, you can't give out what you don't take in. And, and, and so this is actually essential to sustaining Christian ministry over the long haul. This is the way in which God nourishes us and sustains us. And it's very wonderful because he's always faithful to his promise. And as I understand it, uh, there were some other influences as well, some, uh, if you will, theologians from the past, I think largely from what, Europe, England, Scotland, so on. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to draw some of those names. <laughs> ah, well, I mean, if you, um, uh, the, the friends that I read yes. are from past centuries mm. and are long since uh, with, the, uh, with the Lord. And uh, so uh, I have benefited greatly from uh, reading some of the Puritans, both um, uh, in, in the UK and, and here in, in the US, and certainly some from, from Scottish history. I, I, I think one of the reasons that I find them so rich, Bill, is that they um, slowed down and pondered the word of God. Often the Puritans would take one text and they would develop a whole theme from scripture because they saw into the depth of it. And I think, oh, I, I wish I could have more of that uh, depth of insight. And that's why I read them. Um, but, you know, they started with the same Bible. And what they did was they found a verse and they pondered it. And that's the heart of our conversation today. And the more a person does that, the more they're going to develop insight and wisdom and the better equipped they're going to be not only to live the Christian life, but also to be able to minister to others. Well, Pastor Smith, and our time's about gone, but I understand that you have a passion, and I think you may have addressed this a little bit earlier, to see people trained in biblical leadership for service in the church. And you've, 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 obviously you're a local church pastor. Can you tell us what your ministry is doing in this area? You've touched on it a bit, but how uh, church leaders can, can benefit. Yes, well, uh, that's where Open the Bible for Leaders, which is a free resource, um, uh, I, I hope will be useful uh, to many. And what we've done is we've simply taken um, uh, material that uh, has been useful uh, in the church that I uh, serve here, and uh, we've uh, made it available uh, in the hope that it will be useful to others. And again, the heart of it is watch your life. Um, uh, we talk about how to develop um, uh, a prayer life, uh, how to feed on the word of God, just as we've been speaking about that today, how to battle against sin and temptation, how to discern the will of God. All of that is available for free on um, openthebible.org. And then watch your doctrine. Um, main doctrines of the Bible. I mean, it's a key qualification for anyone in Christian leadership um, that we have to be 
faithful to um, the scriptures and the main doctrines of scripture. Well, we, we try and take people through some of the doctrines of uh, justification by faith, regeneration, the effects of sin in the human personality, what we believe about the scripture and so forth and so on, how we can articulate the gospel. Um, so I hope that these things will be useful and that they'll be useful for anyone who has leadership responsibility um, in a local church or in a family or in any kind of ministry. And in case somebody's wondering, openthebible.org, uh, obviously it's for a new believer or somebody that's been a Christian for many years, or maybe somebody that's just sort of checking it out, taking a look at the Bible. Yeah, that's exactly right. And to come back to the question I mentioned earlier, who is there in your life um, who needs to know the God of the Bible and just might be willing to open the Bible with you if you ask them. Um, uh, it's not so hard an ask as you might think, and maybe you could take them through one of the journeys um, and meet over a period of time and just drip feed something of the scripture into another person's life. This is how God has unfolded the truth to us. The whole of the Old Testament shows us why we need a savior, who he is, what he accomplished, what he offers. And, uh, you know, this is how missionaries to unreached people groups have reached out with the gospel for years. Just teach the building blocks of the Bible story. Well, I think that's what we need to do in America today with a whole new generation that really doesn't know the God of the Bible at all or even the categories of the Bible. But they're all there as building blocks in Scripture itself. We can open them up to other people in a way that will lead people to the Lord Jesus Christ. You've been listening to His People on Pilgrim Radio. Many thanks to our guest, Pastor Colin Smith of the Orchard Evangelical Free Church in Illinois and founder of Open the Bible. Go to openthebible.org. Thanks for listening, and I hope you can join us again on Monday at this same time for another edition of His People. His People.